Hello, and welcome to the Ontic Protective Intelligence Podcast. I'm Fred Burton, the Executive Director of the Ontic Center for Protective Intelligence. During my years as a counterterrorism agent with the U.S. State Department and time spent as a physical security expert in the private sector, I've seen it all and met many fascinating people along the way. This podcast series explores the riveting world of protective intelligence through conversations with leaders in the security field. I'm Fred Burton, and now on to the podcast. Hey everyone, Fred Burton here. Today we're going to do something a little bit different. I'm here with Ontic's co-founder, Tom Kopecki, and we're going to switch seats to discuss the 2021 mid-year outlook to the State of Protective Intelligence Report. Our previous report, released in late 2020, was a good baseline, but the activity in 2021 prompted us to revisit the study and examine some differences. The events of 2021 have left us all wondering what will happen next. As COVID-19 vaccinations continue, companies embrace hybrid work, employees return to the office. Combined with the horrible aftermath of January the 6th, we thought it would be a good time to examine the current state of play regarding trends and physical threats to companies. Okay, Tom, ball's in your court. All right, thanks, Fred. There's definitely a lot of information to digest here. You know, for added context, our latest study addresses how physical security challenges are unfolding in 2021 as the country emerges from the pandemic. You know, in the updated survey, we included 200 physical security decision makers. We also included 100 IT leaders, and these were focused on U.S. companies, all of which had over 5,000 employees. For a little bit of clarification there, it also represented 12 different industry sectors. I know we're planning to do a year-end annual report, but this year, in light of all the first half activity happening in the world of security, we thought a mid-year check-in might be a good idea. So, Fred, can you share a little bit about why the Center for Protective Intelligence decided to conduct this research? Sure thing, Tom. The Ontic Center for Protective Intelligence is a research and consulting arm of Ontic and works directly with Fortune 500 companies across nearly every industry sector. We are focused on helping companies deal with the most urgent issues their businesses might face, keeping them harm-free and safe. Consistent with our previous report, we wanted to fully illuminate the physical threat landscape, its far-reaching human and business costs, and the huge opportunity security leaders have to act judiciously. However, what's new and really interesting this time is the need for measurement, thoroughly assessing physical threats, and unification. Those are great points, Fred. You know, in reflecting on the report data as the year progresses, there's definitely a few results that confirmed what we already know. I think one of the main points to consider is that physical security threats have often originated in various forms that were initially viewed solely as cyber issues. And what we're finding is that there's a clear need for unification between these two worlds, you know, that is physical and cyber. Fred, what are some of the findings that may have surprised you? Or are there any findings that were dramatically different than the previous study that we did just six months ago? Yeah, that's a good question, Tom. Uh, I think uh, this is something we look at every day here at the center. And uh, we were not necessarily surprised by some of the findings, 
but there were two major changes that really stood out since our previous study. And the first was the need to measure in coming across loud and clear regulation and compliance reporting and benchmarking and measurement to demonstrate return on investment. They were clear front runners. And it's really interesting because these were low on the list of challenges previously surveyed in our first study. The second point is the need to effectively assess physical threats. Let me repeat that because it's a good one. The need to effectively assess physical threats. We think a potential factor could be the unexpected situation in which physical security leaders find themselves as they continue to address a hybrid workforce, the need to travel and be in multiple office locations, and for nearly one quarter of the physical security leaders we surveyed, a lack of mobile capabilities in their physical threat solution is one of their biggest challenges so far in 2021. Those are good points to call out, Fred. I've always thought that articulating and measuring the value of nothing happening being very critical. I say this all the time, but security teams always need to demonstrate value, right? They need to demonstrate ROI. They need to demonstrate resourcefulness. And I think to do our jobs better, we cannot continue to operate with a bunch of siloed organizations, spreadsheets, and intelligence gaps that we know already exist. I think our report uncovered that a strong majority of respondents agreed that using software to manage their physical security solutions would play a critical role in protecting their company. And that is financially, culturally, and even from a brand perspective. It's clear that intelligence practitioners need a higher degree of automation for scalability. I think we're always bound by headcount, by budget, by team resources. Fred, can you break down this question a bit further? What is the report uncovered that is specific to executive threats? Yeah, that's a good question, Tom, uh, especially predicated on our background collectively. As activism around social justice and geopolitical issues took center stage, CEOs who voiced public stances or refrained both received physical threats as a result, which is very interesting. Let's unpack that a little bit. More than half of all the respondents agree that their CEO has received physical threats both as a result of either expressing or not expressing a position on racial and or political issues. And more than one-third agree that their CEOs expressing concern publicly about extremists has resulted in new physical security threats and nearly the same amount agree that their company has experienced an increase in physical threats and backlash tied to extremism, racial justice, and political issues. You know, Fred, I also know a big factor were health and safety protocols. I think there's certainly some added pressures that come with you know, companies reopening their offices. I realized even at Ontic, we're now faced with planning requirements related to office safety. And if you would have asked me before, I would never anticipated that we would have to deal with issues like this. I noticed in the survey data, it was, it was interesting, over 
half surveyed mentioned that their CEO has received some type of physical threat as a result of encouraging vaccinations. You know, at the same time, I've also seen that others have reported threats due to the perception that their leadership just wasn't doing enough. Fred, what do you think we're seeing around the return to office protocols and office reopenings? Yeah, it's a good point, Tom, much like we've experienced with uh, the opening up of our new office. Yeah, this is no surprise, as, as you shared with that data set. Office reopenings and health and safety protocols are certainly driving physical security threats. 72% of our respondents say that their company has experienced physical security threats related to requiring employees to show proof of vaccination in order to return to the office. And nearly three quarters anticipate significant conflicts between management employees regarding health and safety protocols, as well as from work from home policies when businesses began to reopen. Thanks, Fred. That's really interesting to hear. For our listeners, where could they download a copy of the Mid-Year Report? Visit our website. Go to ontic.co slash report. That's ontic.co slash report. In closing, Tom, thanks so much for sharing the stage here today. That was uh, very useful and informative. Thanks, Fred. This episode was brought to you by the Ontic Center for Protective Intelligence. Learn more at ontic.co slash center. Again, that's ontic.co slash center. It was produced by AJ McKeon. Our music is a track called Monte Verde Ride and was written by Brian Bristow and performed by Smokin' Novas. Check them out on Spotify. Please remember to rate and review our podcast on iTunes and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. If you have questions, we'd love to hear them. You can reach us at podcast at ontic.ai or visit ontic.co slash center for more information. I'm Fred Burton. Thanks for listening.